This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at bjgeeknation.com. Your wages are being garnished. We can stop that now. It's hard enough to pay your bills when things are good, let alone when a big chunk of your take-home pay is gone before you even get your check. I'm bankruptcy attorney Travis Gagné, and I can stop the garnishment and get the creditors off your back immediately, often the same day as our consultation. Both Chapter 7 and 13 provide bankruptcy relief, but choosing the right chapter is crucial. In a free consultation, we can create a plan to get your finances back under your control. The chapter you choose sets the tone for the next chapter of your life. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. Let's play B-Migs. It's time to play the game. So everybody scream his name. B-Migs, don't be a loser. Happy Monday, everyone. Oh, there she is. Hi. She's back. It is a Monday after all. Garfield's least favorite day. How are you all doing today? I'm pumped. Good. I ain't going to lie. Let's Why is go. That? What's going on? What's happening? Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's Monday. Just there's a good, good deal. <laughs> oh. Some chicken teriyaki today. Kidding. Oh, okay. Well, let's see if Steve, are you going to stay pumped up when you play against Anthony from Sumner? Anthony, are you there? Yes, ma'am. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. All right, Steve, go get out of here. For those playing at home, Anthony has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you do only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> what kind of cheese is typically in a Caesar salad? Uh, uh, cheddar? No. Yeah, problem. Nope. Yeah, I heard this one. I'll pass. How many children did Elvis Presley have? One. Yes. How, uh, who stars along Kevin Hart in the action comedy Ride Along? Uh, I Correct. Which musical instrument was Buddy Rich best known for playing? Buddy Rich, uh, guitar? Nope. Drums? Yes. <laughs> Mickey Mouse typically wears what color shoes? Red. No. White. No. Uh, yellow. Correct. The Beatles released their album Abbey Road in what 60s year? Uh, 69. Correct. What happens when you roll three consecutive doubles in a game of Monopoly? Uh, you go to prison. You go to what? Prison. Yes. Jail. Uh, who is Chris Pratt currently married to? Uh, say Chris Pratt, right? Yes. Oh, uh, 
time. Time. Yeah, that's yeah. a little too late there, buddy. Too bad. Uh, yep. Sorry, yeah. buddy. Got six correct, though. Yeah. Not, not too bad, especially for a Monday. And by the way, it wasn't Anna Faris, if that's what you're thinking. No. That's not yeah. been a thing for a minute. Yeah. Sorry about that, but... All I mean, right. that's what some people might think, but unfortunately, I think it was our show that ruined it all. I mean, we ruin everything, don't we? Yeah, that's a, that's a fact. Steve, are you ready? I uh, just want to give a quick shout out. Yes. Uh, someone said, hey, good morning, BJ and Migs. Uh, can you wish Ron a healthy butthole? <laughs> he did the one chip challenge wow. and he had a call out of work on Friday. <gasps> I wish you guys the best. Thank you, guys. Ow. Wow. Milk. Wow. Milk, milk, milk. Yeah, that's you gotta why drink the milk though, not chug yeah. it, not yeah. butt chug yeah. it. I mean, you do what you gotta do. Oh yeah, you put that milk wherever the body needs it at this point. Oh, Ron, I hope your butt's doing better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, have a have. You know what? We want you to have a healthy bee hole. Yes, man, that one chip challenge, no joke. No, no. Uh, you'll never <laughs> see this kid do it. Steve, are you ready? Go hogs. All right, what kind of cheese is typically in a Caesar salad? Uh, Parmesan. Correct. How many children did Elvis Presley have? Two. No. One. Yes. Are you? Who stars along Kevin Hart in the action comedy Ride Along? Oh, crap. Um, is that The Rock? Nope. Oh, man. Ride Along. Ice Cube? Correct. Nice. Which musical instrument was Buddy Rich best known for playing? Buddy Rich was a great drummer. Correct. Mickey Mouse typically wears what color shoes? Uh, they are black. Nope. Uh, they are blue. Nope. Nope. I, I'm looking at them right now. I, in your head? In, in my head, Yours. yes. Green. No. Oh, yellow. Green. Yes, yes, it was yellow. Why, why, why? Shut up. Why? The Beatles released their album, Abbey Road, in what 60s year? 1969. Correct. Nice. nice. What happens when you roll three consecutive doubles in a game of Monopoly? You go to jail. Correct. Who is Chris Pratt currently married to? I, I don't know. Chris Pine. No, but that'd be uh, awesome. Oh, that's a hell of a marriage right um, Gwyneth there. Paltrow. No. Um, Anna Ferris. No. Oh. What fictional Kansas town is the earthly home of the young Superman? Krypton. Uh, Krypton. No. Whoa. Oh, yeah. I don't know why you're still trying to answer there, Anthony. That hey, would give Steve the win. Great minds think alike, apparently. Yeah, and I did no. say earthly home. I yeah. know, but maybe there's a Krypton, Kansas. Yeah, that's no. not where he grew up. Yeah. What was that TV show? that uh, Smallville. The, there we go. That's the name of the town? Yes. Yes. They were really, they were really kind of corny in those days, you know, Metropolis, Smallville. You know, they, that's how they did it in Superman days. Shows I watched that show. Well, you did get six correct, which is a tie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And, 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 yeah. See, sisters. Steve thought it was Anna Ferris. It's a Schwarzenegger, but I can't. I don't know her name. Rose or Catherine. Elizabeth Catherine, Catherine Schwarzenegger. Oh. They have two oh, kids. Catherine yeah. Would you have given me? Would you have given me Schwarzenegger because it's a last name? Well, that, he has multiple was, daughters. That's oh, my here only we thing. see this. Would th- okay, all right. Fine. That's the only thing. It's, right. got, it's multiple. That could be any answer. It's a solid rebuttal. I don't like the answer. I know. Uh, you did figure out that Elvis had, or no, excuse me, wrong one. Uh, Mickey Mouse typically wears yellow shoes. Yeah, yeah nice move. <laughs> and that was the only one. Yeah, you got the Parmesan cheese. He did not. Yeah. You did guys- he even get to Elvis? Uh, I did. Yeah, he yeah, did yeah. Elvis. Oh, he did. oh, yeah. It was one. Have you yeah, seen well, the new Elvis movie? I did. Did you? I saw some of it. And I got, you, you, you didn't go for it, huh? It's all right. It was like it felt like it was weird. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, Kathy and I watched it. We both really liked it. You know, it's probably it's because uh, it's Baz Luhrmann who does like yes. all the like weird. Like he did like The Great Gatsby. And it had that vibe. Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio. So I get, I get why you would think that might be also, a little weird. 
I ended up watching it originally. It was like on somebody's app or like thing, and and I thought it was like a good oh. quality, but it ended up being like someone filmed it in like a movie theater quality. Oh, it was not like, before it officially was released on like on oh, demand. That's unfortunate because it's on HBO. So it's no, not I like know. You have I kind of want to bootleg it, and I, I didn't. I wasn't going into it thinking I was watching a bootleg one, but then I realized like after ten minutes, I'm like, this audio sounds weird. It's tinny. I'm like, this is a weird vibe. Like because the quality looked decent. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm watching a bootleg version. Oh, so yeah. maybe I need to go back and watch it again because I think that added to like the weirdness of of how the experience was. Yeah, Danny's right. It's definitely it's it's definitely done in a very bizarre way, you know. But I liked it. It flowed well for me, uh, and I think that might be my first Baz Luhrmann movie, Danny. I know about those other movies you talked about, but I don't. I've never watched them. Did, did you ever watch uh, Moulin Rouge? No. Uh, I did, yes. I he, did watch he that. He did that one, too. Okay. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, you know, for what that movie was, I thought that was good, too. It wasn't my favorite, but I know it was a good movie. Um, the, here's what you... The, t- the takeaway is, is uh, first of all, you know, Tom Hanks, they do a great job making him not look like Tom Hanks. Right. Um, I learned... I didn't realize the, the stuff they taught they, the, about the colonel. Didn't realize Colonel Parker was just as much of a scammer as he was. Um, and... Elvis seemed like a really decent dude, and even though he made money off of you know basically African American music uh, at the time, uh, it didn't. He seemed to be a really good friend of the community, and BB King, and gave a lot of love and shout outs whenever he could to to that community. So uh, I didn't know that about Elvis. Kind of wondered, you know, like did he was he just lucky enough to be white and stole music and made money off of it? It was it, it wasn't completely like that, which I thought was kind of cool and. They paint a great picture of Elvis. That, that it, and I didn't realize. God, I forgot. He was only forty-two when he died. He so, was. Yeah, just forty-two years old. Damn. You'll I find, honestly thought he was in his fifties. So did least. I. Yeah, and you'll find out that really we make fun of Elvis and the peanut butter and butter sandwich and all that. But when you see what basically was done to him in order for him to be a performer and and how the colonel was involved, again, if this movie can be believed. Uh, you kind of go, wow. It, it, I, I felt the same way I did after watching the Bob Ross bi- biopic or biopic or whatever the however they say it. I'll have, so, have to check it out. One yeah. person asked, did they show? Did they have the scene where he showed Forrest Gump how to dance in this movie or no? Yeah, hey. <laughs> oh, I wish they would do that. That'd be pretty oh, funny. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so. I, I might have to go back and watch it because I do love Elvis. You know, and my thought, mom was a huge uh, Elvis fan, so just because of that, by default, I, I became a fan of Elvis. Not like a massive fan, but I've always enjoyed a lot of his music. Well, and it, I, you know, here's what I didn't understand, Steve, which, you know, gosh, just, it, it just goes to show you, it's not that long ago when people go, why do we have to have all these movements that we have? Elvis was really lambasted because they thought he was going to infect white people with basically African American music. That was, there were people in politics just basically trying to bring him down because of the way he sang and the way he danced. And it was, I mean, I was, I'm watching this unfold on the, on the movie. I'm like, wow, we used to be like this and not that long ago. Damn. I mean, it's just, it, it, this is stuff I kind of didn't realize about Elvis. You know, I, I only know the Velvet Elvis years and, you know, how we all make fun of him in a way and how he's become a parody with the Vegas and all that and all the impersonators. I, I just forget just what an, an amazing icon he was and what a groundbreaker he was and how much trouble he got into just trying to do his music. Yeah, so, but you got, dude, let's not let, dismiss the Fat Elvis stage. I mean, that was a pretty awesome stage when he was dude, like, sweating up there on stage. Dude, when you see why, though. Oh, is it going to ruin that tr- for me? It's, yeah, they do. Then they, I don't want to see it. I want to be yeah. bl- ignorant and blissful. 
I know you really do. And then, dude, I was like you. I'm like, God, I feel like such a jerk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just making fun of Fat Elvis. Oh, well, uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's out there. And, it's on uh, HBO Max. You said HBO Max. Yeah, I, I liked it, but you know, uh, and I think Austin nope. Butler, who Vicky and I know from the Shannara Chronicles, uh, that kid did a good job. And 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 according to Rotten Tomato, the audience score is is glowing, ninety four percent. Yeah. What did the what did the critics give it? I don't remember. Seventy eight. Uh, Seventy eight. Right. Bj. Yeah, I you know I I agree with the audience. I think it's better than the critics even think it is. Bj and Migs mornings on the Rock ninety nine point nine KISW. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Got a thread online. People are talking about things that their coworkers do that drive them nuts. Show up. That's it. There you go. Number one. <laughs> Solved it. Just imagine. Yeah. 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 They uh, man. They, they they got a lot of highlights here. Uh, let's see. Show up. Uh, yeah. Not on the list. Uh, oh. But I would imagine that is the umbrella for everybody. I mean, really, <laughs> when you think about it, if somebody's driving you nuts, them showing up is definitely part of the big reason. Um, here's one when they schedule a meeting and then at the meeting, they ask what the meeting should be about. Okay. Has that ever happened? I mean, I don't go to many meetings, so that's why I don't know. Uh, very lucky man. Yeah, you know, for me, I always, the thing that I would hate, and it was never that, I'd never experienced that, but it would be, can we have a meeting to talk about what we're about to talk about in the meeting? And it was like, I appreciate that you want me part of this think, t- think tank, but man, like I have a meeting to talk about the meeting and then have a meeting after the meeting to see how the meeting went. Oh, jeez. Oh, right, yeah. Like, this I know. is a meeting overload. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, how about sipping leverages, uh, leverages? How about <laughs> sipping beverages loudly? There you go. Yeah, Vicky's called me out on that. You're a slurper. Yeah. Definite slurper. Yeah, and I can't, you know, with my hearing and uh, my hearing tinnitus issues, I don't realize just how bad it is. It doesn't bother me. I think it's kind of funny. Because like, whenever you have like a tea or a hot, something hot, and we all have you have your headphones on, so you don't, I don't think you realize it right before we go on the air, and you just take a, a quick swig, and you're just like, you know? <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, but that's how you're supposed to do a hot beverage. You have to slurp it. Do you? Well, I have no idea. I, I mean, that's what I thought. I mean, otherwise, you're going to scald the f out of yourself, right? No, no, uh, you're probably right. And I've yeah. probably scalded myself a lot because I just kind of swig it. <laughs> now, this one on the list here could be anybody, anywhere. This really, even though this is about coworkers, I don't understand this. I don't understand it in public. I don't get this at all. Using speakerphone for personal phone calls. Why? Why do you have to do this, especially with your iPhone, you know, your smartphone? I don't understand what people are doing where you can just, they're yelling into the phone, the speaker's blasting away, and they're, why? I see it a lot with older people. I was going to say, my mom is a speaker user for sure. Like my dad is? But he's he's trying. I don't think he means it to be a, a, a attention seeker or just yeah. someone that. I just think that the volume does not get loud enough when you put it up to your ear because he'll still take the speaker phone 
on speakerphone and put it up to his ear. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I think, damn. I think it's for volume purposes oh, in that situation. Wow. But you're right. Man. There are some people, though, that just have it and they're talking while holding it like it's like a tray of something. Yeah, that's the person I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. I, I, I just, my brain is like, okay. Yeah, I mean, at least yeah, at least your dad takes that, and you should tell him where the speaker is because he they hold it the normal way. I've seen people do that; they hold it, and it's like the speaker's not there no. when you have it on speakerphone. What are you doing? It's cute though. I'm not going to tell him. Oh, uh, yeah, let dad so, do what he wants. Yeah, lots of lots of annoying people in the workplace. That's for sure. It's the lukewarm topic of the day. So, of course, we're going to ask you, you know, your workplace, what does your coworker do that drives you nuts? 206-421-ROCK. You can also text us at 77999. Let's go to Brooklyn in Snohomish. Brooklyn, Brooklyn you are on the rock. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Brooklyn, what's up? What you got for us? So, um, so I kind of work from home uh, for the most part. Unless I have to go and, and check out job sites and that kind of thing. But um, so I'm one of the supervisors, and the other supervisor will basically talk on the phone just about daily. And any time that I have to call him about the account or he has to call me about the account, I'll have to prepare myself because every single time it just seems like he just rambles and rambles and rambles and rambles. There's a little bit of problem solving, a little bit of a plan that we can put forth that really only takes a few minutes, but he'll just be working through his own head and rambling for 30 to 45 minutes. And I'm on the other end going, uh-huh, okay, gotcha. And not really contributing anything. Uh huh. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, oh wow! It's that so just frustrating. happened. It, it, I always have, those are the people. I, you, you ever have like someone that won't stop talking and just looking at the phone? You're like, just shut up already. You just want like absolutely. You want to find a creative way just to hang up on them. Or even if you say something along the lines of like, okay, well, I'll, I'll let you go now. I'll talk to you later. Well, okay, well, anyway, so like as I was saying, it's like I was trying to end this conversation. That's my mom. Oh, but my it, mom does that all the time. Save my dad. <laughs> but again, in a bad way. But it's just like, okay, well, we're gonna go eat dinner. Sounds good. Oh, did you hear what Aunt Debbie did? And I'm like, no. No, but did you not hear I'm about to eat dinner? <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, and I'm one of those people that definitely you guys are talking about, which is why when somebody says, I'm going to let you go, I mean, that's a kind way of going, please let me go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I've learned that. I've learned, yeah, I guess because it's always, it's a funny line. I'm going to let you go now. It's like, oh, well, actually, you weren't the one keeping this conversation going. Okay, I get what you're saying. I'm out. Yeah, I've been the worst with that. Yeah, I used to try, try and text. Huh? Uh, okay, you know, uh, you guys need to work this out. I don't know. Okay. Two, All maybe, right. Maybe we should have a meeting about this. <laughs> four o'clock today. All right. Well, four o'clock meeting. See. All right. All right well, we got to let you go. All right. We got to let you go, Brooklyn. <laughs> but thank you. Uh, appreciate that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. A verbal processors don't know their verbal processors until somebody brings them aside and says, dude, you do a lot of thinking out loud, which means you probably should do that by yourself. You'll look like a crazy person, yes, but at least you'll save other people around the room of you basically using them as an audience while you're trying to figure stuff out. I've gotten better now to be like when I need to end a conversation, I'll just say it and you know, in a tactful, hopefully polite way. But back in when I was younger, I would just try and make the conversation as boring as humanly possible until they wanted to get off the phone. So like they'd be like one of those ones where like they're just talking and talking and I would just have like these long gaps before I'd respond and be like that's crazy, man. And then just like let them just like let more awkward silence go until they start talking again. Until if they get you to the said point. That's crazy, man. I would think that you were high. I would stop the conversation. <laughs> if in other words, I'm like blah 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 blah. Then nothing. And then that's crazy, man. Immediately I'm gonna go, Are you high, Steve? <laughs> yeah. You are so high, aren't you? 
I mean, how do they not the notice time? that? How do they not notice you're doing that? I would just like sigh be silent for seconds on end, and then finally they'd be like, well, I got to get going. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. All right, man. Good talking to you. No, you're get not going to get going. No, 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 no. I'm going to let you go. You're not getting going. I'm letting you go here, buddy. Dude, it was it wasn't me, but one of my recent stories of coworkers. Like I would imagine, if this person was listening to our show, they would call. And it was when we were going to wrestle over in, in Eugene, and we stopped at like a little town before Eugene to get gas. And I get out of the car, and it's you know in Oregon they still pump your gas. Oh, yeah. So this guy comes up out of nowhere, and I was like, oh, I'm like, hey, how, how's your day going? He goes, you wouldn't want to know. And in my head, I'm like, you're absolutely right. I don't want to know. You're a mind reader, sir. Cool. So I went into the into the convenience store, and we're all waiting in line. Now, that guy who just pumped my gas is back in talking to his coworker, and he's just like, hey, man, I'm sorry if I really pissed you off yesterday. And I was like, what the hell's going on? Oh, and the guy responds and goes, yeah, yesterday, but you're also pissing me the F off today. <laughs> oh, boy. And I'm like, what is – and I look at the lady who's ringing us up and she's like, I only have an hour left on my job today. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, it's going to be a long hour. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like what's going on in a gas station? Not that I'm saying that's an that's a easy job, but I would imagine there's not a lot of like carryover stress you would think. You just go and do your job. It's a grind. But, like, what is going on that's pissing this guy off so much? The annoying coworker. C- clearly. That's got to be. I mean, you know, I, I feel like that's what, what else. What else is this? If you have a job that looks like it's the best job in the world, you're right, Steve. It's, it's, it, what is going on? Bet it's the coworker. It's that guy. Yeah. And I just love, he's like, I'm sorry if I pissed you off yesterday. <laughs> Are you like, really, though, sir? Because you're pissing me off right now. That's pretty bad when it's like you're trying to apologize for being a douche and you've been a douche that whole day. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, well, what about, I mean, I'm only going to address yesterday's doucheness. And well, I'll, maybe tomorrow I'll come apologize for you for today. <laughs> I like this text. There's too much perfume or cologne at work. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, at least Danny swallows his cologne. Right. It's true. Yeah, I want to make Dude, sure. Dude, I that walked my mouth by. I was uh, I was out at the park yesterday, and I walked by this uh, this girl, and I'm like, okay, when you can smell perfume and you're six feet away outside, you mu- I mean, you must have taken a bath in it. Yes. I mean, re- I mean, really. Wh- and then I'm looking at her, going, "Where are you going? Why do you? Wait, wait, I mean, you're at the park. You're not at the club. Why do you need like gallons of perfume to go to the park? I don't understand. Well, so My, everyone can smell her. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Maybe yeah. She, yeah, you got to let it go into the wind. Yeah. She might have pooped her pants and didn't have time to clean it. Well, well you know what? Well, that's I a will say reason. This. Yeah. yeah if, if this girl pooped her pants, you know she hit it well. I'll give her that. You well, know, because she, she really didn't look like she pooped her pants because I feel like I would have noticed that. Weird segue, but I noticed your daughter's in the room. Whoa. Oh, yeah. She did Sarah. poop her pants. That was not me, okay? Uh, okay. Uh, there is a member on this show who... Uh, loves to stand directly behind me and eat his food right in my ear. <laughs> I don't and know who usually, that is, Sarah. What are you talking about? Who's the troll of the show, really? When usually, you're like he's eating either a bag of chips or an apple. The two crunchiest things yeah. ever. And it drives me absolutely well, based, insane. Okay, well, based on the response, I'm now thinking, I wouldn't have guessed it was Danny. Is it Danny? Yeah. I thought for sure you were talking about your dad. (laughs) No. No, it's Danny for sure. No, just because your dad, like me, we've both admitted to being loud chewers. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's how we got to know each other at Loud Chewers Anonymous. (laughs) Found out we both worked in radio and then the rest is history. LCA for life. Yeah. No. no. It's your not. Oh, my. Danny. Yeah. And he he likes to go directly behind. And I've gotten upset with him. I've wanted to throw his food. I've literally kind of shoved him away. And he continues to do it. 
with her because chair. So it was nice. great. Well, Steve, no, you because be, a lot oh, of times, oh, you have an excuse for the. Oh, okay, I'd love to hear this. Yeah, a lot of times I go in the other room because yeah. that's where Joe and Sarah are, and so I just go in there and Say I'm talking up. to Joe, and I'm standing kind of like it's a big desk, so I'm kind of standing like in that middle seat. And I'm just eating my apple during the break because I don't want to do it while I'm on air. And she freaks oh, out on me and tells me to go stand behind Joe. Yeah, but yeah. it's a big room. Like a, there's a lot of space. Yeah, you don't exactly. need to be behind her. Well, I wasn't really yeah. behind her necessarily. Oh, but then at, at that point when she complained about it once, I was like, oh, I'm doing this every time now. Mine is about Danny as well. I'm trying to do my job and all of a sudden I hear the ghost of Christmas past coming towards me. And I'm like, wait a second. No, that's oh. Danny with his wallet chain. Oh, yeah. I know True. when he comes yep. into the bathroom. Yep, yep. Uh, it really is. I mean, yeah, Danny's yeah, Danny's got an alarm bell, so you know he's around. It's the corner. pretty amazing. It's like yeah, it's like when you put like on an animal, like a little ringing bell. It's mm-hmm, Danny's yeah. wallet chain. You know when he's coming. It's just so you all know. That doesn't really bother me. Though. I was just trying to pile on you. <laughs> yeah, no, I got you. <laughs> it bothers me. I mean, I'm just saying, Danny in general bothers me. Yeah, so. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, fine. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I would say that. Uh, Steve, this one here it was on the list. I know before. I'm not. I don't think this co I don't think this person works for the company anymore. But the uh, the person asking questions while in a neighboring stall in a bathroom. Uh, there's more than one. Well, the, the, the the guiltiest of the guilty definitely doesn't work here anymore. But there's still guys that. There's a new guy that's doing that as well. He oh really? To, oh, taking boy. up that mantle. Yeah, I think at some point there's always going to be the one dude that just wants to have a conversation in the bathroom. I've held my pee before, and I see them going in at the same time. With like do you guys think like the that. company? Do you think the company interviews people, and they knew that the uh, the, the the biggest offender was not going to be was going to be leaving, and so they were like, "All right, we have to make sure we hire someone to take his place." I think they just interview people in the bathroom, and that's how they. Interview. Oh, that's how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, the, uh, and yeah, I have they, no they, problem with talking oh. in the bathroom, but when when not, the the not, deed is done, yeah. the conversation's over too. I'm not going to hang out in the bathroom and finish a conversation with you. Like, it's yeah, got to be the smallest you. of small talk. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> small. And I really don't like to talk in the bathroom, but then I feel peer pressure to do so. Mm-hmm. So, and then all of a sudden I become the offender <laughs> when somebody new comes in the bathroom yeah. and I'm already yeah. talking. BJ's mm-hmm. holding court in the bathroom and just people are kind of cycling in and out like a revolving door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a talk show he's doing in the bathroom. Everyone just tags in, in to take yeah. over. But you missed the first person that started the whole thing, which, by the way, is that person that belongs to work for the company. And I feel badly because everybody thinks I'm the one that started it, but it's because, no, this guy started this whole thing while I'm in there doing my business. Mm-hmm. And, well, my business sometimes takes a while because I'm old. And so, therefore, the, you know, the revolving door of you know, folks that can get it done quicker, and I look like the a-hole, <laughs> which I probably shouldn't say in the bathroom like that. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. I have lots of tickets that I haven't paid. Can those be discharged through a bankruptcy? Yes, there are some limits on on what we can do with tickets. Tickets cannot be discharged in a full bankruptcy. In a Chapter 7 case, that won't help you get your license back. But in Chapter 13 reorganization, uh, tickets are dischargeable. Most types of tickets are dischargeable. So you would have to pay back some of the tickets in a Chapter 13 case, but the vast majority of them could be discharged if you complete the plan. And again, you would get your license back right away um, when you file the Chapter 13 case, uh, as long as the only reason you don't have your license is because of failure to pay your tickets. But if the but the Chapter 13 process will help you get your license back and repay a, a small portion of your tickets in most cases uh, and get your license reinstated almost immediately. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at choosetherightchapter.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.